Ladies and girls, children of all ages, welcome back into our multiverse once again. We're a little bit more composed this week, getting used to the new way for one more time. For one more time. For one more time. You know, <laughs> that's just how we talk around here now. I, I like how you said more composed and then proceeded and to then say for one more time. time. <laughs> hey. But you know what? <laughs> it's all good. Too great. Too great. <laughs> oh, yes. We're back to talk about all things. Really, this week, it's mainly just football and NFL and pro wrestling because I don't really have much MCU talk that I can really think of. And if something came up or that I'm forgetting, it probably wasn't that important. So it's cool. We're just going to skip it. But yeah, I mean, we we got a lot of cover with the other stuff, so I think we'll be all right. I think so too. Damon here, Jalen here. Did I say special guest, Damon? One more time. <laughs> Since now. we're doing it this way, it's the way we're doing it. That's how it's <laughs> how it is. But yeah, kicking off with. Uh, football stuff obviously the playoffs happened but during the time frame there was a lot of uh stuff going on with head coaches you know now's the time for a lot of teams to start uh looking at new guys to run the staff for their offenses defenses teams in general like for example the chicago bears finding Coordinator from the Indianapolis Colts, Matt Eberflus, to be their new head coach. I saw I saw a lot of raised eyebrows for this one, actually. Oh, I mean, I'm sure. Like people were you're... talking about it, like he's a. I don't know much about him, but a lot of people were talking about him being a more defensive coach. And people are like, "Why aren't you getting a more offensive-minded coach for Fields?" Uh. I don't know. I just, is he deserving? Like, that's really it. I don't know much about him. I just know. <sighs> Excuse me. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. I don't I know. Just, uh, <laughs> I just know that, you know, there are certain names that I'm looking for to get hired, you know, like Byron Leftwich and Biennemi. Yeah. And, you know, and then, of course, you know, Flores getting a, a new job. But with a lot of different stuff coming out of Miami, you wonder if that's going to happen. So that could be, you know, hurting him. But still, so those are the main ones. And and this isn't to diss the other people or say that they're not, you know, worthy candidates. But every time a job goes to someone not named Byron Leftwich or Eric Bieniemy, I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I can't help it. until so if they don't get jobs, I'm going to be really annoyed and you don't want me annoyed you, you don't want him annoyed you don't want that side of me the Denver Broncos are going with a coordinator from the Green Bay Packers in Nathaniel Hackett to be their new head coach can he hack it can he hack it in Denver in, in the mile high I mean is it I don't know I heard people talking about you know Rogers going there you know possibly getting traded there or whatever and obviously that guy would like that because oh, yeah. he just worked with him, right? But is is Denver that I don't know, like 
I heard people saying like that would be a team that Rodgers would want to go to, and I'm like, really? Are they that? I know they got a couple. They got a couple good receivers. They got I talent. Know, maybe, I they know, got but young they, talent. they got Sutton. You got Judy. You got Fant. But do you have enough talent? Like, is yeah. I, I don't know. Like, maybe right. maybe they do, and I'm just haven't paid enough attention to Denver. I just thought that they were a decent team. I guess that it's like, oh, Rodgers will take them over the top, but yeah, I don't, I don't think he will. <laughs> but I don't know. I could be wrong. Who knows? Plus, it's Good like team. you know, you know, like he doesn't want to be part of a rebuilding team. He wants to contend, and we we don't know with the Denver team if they could do that even. Rodgers would make him better, but how much better? You know, like, is that really going to be that big of a difference? But yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I I don't think so. But hey, maybe that's how Aaron Rodgers can prove he's, you know, one of the best step. I know people are going to say he is, but I mean, like, you know, top five, not we got him in the top 10, you know? So, I mean, he's obviously one of the best ever, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goat status. Level. And then one one more on the official hirings list that literally just broke, like, minutes before we started recording. The Giants have found their new coach. Uh, former Bills offensive coordinator Brian DeBall will be their new head coach. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, so I mean with that, I should say. Sure. Good good for those guys for hiring those guys, I guess. But I'm and I'm not rooting it's this is what's hard. I don't want to root for any of these guys to fail, but at the same time, I want I don't want their franchises to do good when they didn't I don't understand how the enemy and left which aren't hired <laughs> like it really yeah. just comes down to that like i don't understand yeah i just don't get it so and i know there's a lot that goes into it i know i still think that no matter what team you are those should have been the two guys you were going for and doing anything you could to get them and if they don't have jobs and you hired other people then I just think you did the wrong thing. <laughs> so, and they could get jobs and they could suck. But yeah, that's just my opinion as of the last two years. <laughs> I mean, speaking of Luckfoot, there his situation right now is very odd with him and the Jacksonville Jaguars. They brought him in to discuss coming over, and he's you know adamant on either you know you fire. Your GM, what's his what's his name? Tony something? Uh Trent Balky. Trent Balky, yeah, that's his, that's it. You either fire Trent Balky, the general manager, and I come in, or you keep Balky and I'm not taking up your offer. And they haven't fired Balky yet. <laughs> Which is just baffling to me. Like what has he done? And before people say why, you know, is Leftwich, you know, coming in and demanding something like that, like that's ridiculous. No, nobody likes Trent Balky. Like that, it's been an issue with Jacksonville for years, you know? Yeah. Or I, yeah, coaches and people just, they don't, he rubs people the wrong way. Like he's not, whatever it is, I maybe they think he's the greatest guy in the world, but. <laughs> 
I mean, yeah, I just, I don't get it. I, to me, if he's a controversial figure or whatever you want to say, he just, people don't like him. So, no, he's actually, he he's only been there a couple of years. He, 2020, he was their intern general manager, interim, sorry, intern. Yeah. And intern. then he, then he became the official this year. So he hasn't been there long, but he was the general manager of the 49ers from 2011 to 2016. And like I said, he rubbed people the wrong way. And and I guess my guess is, you know, the the cons, they they just know that he had a general manager job for the 49ers and they kind of are just sticking with them. I mean, yeah, I, I really don't understand it. And what it wasn't, I guess, wasn't that around the time they went to the Super Bowl or whatever? Yeah, with uh, with um, Kaepernick, mm-hmm. Kaepernick and Harbaugh. Yeah, exactly. So maybe you know they're just like, well, he did this, he has credentials, and they like him, but he doesn't have the best reputation with other people, and so basically, Leftwich is it the only one who feels this way so don't take it out on him really you should people should look at jacksonville i mean again yep. we you know, i mentioned like the cons and you know tony Khan. i'm like uh you you guys need to start running your football team a little bit better you run your wrestling you know uh organization pretty well but you you don't run your football organization very well at all yeah so you need to change that fire that guy bring in this good young coach hire a you know maybe a I don't, just a better general manager i mean come on someone who's not that guy so you could bring in left which yeah and maybe guys because remember like there were a lot look at all the people who left like remember how talented jacksonville was mm-hmm. and just the AP championship a few years ago and now i mean you got no fournette you got no ramsey you know, there's other other guys who were there. A lot of guys. That team was that defense was crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever. It's not our team. So, <laughs> but yeah. for for a left witch, it's like, uh, you know, just hopefully he gets a an opportunity somewhere else. You know, and you know they got the count uh, <laughs> again at yeah, Houston Texans. Which you know, Leftwich interview there, but I actually hope that Leftwich, if he doesn't end up going to uh, Jacksonville, I hope if Sean Payton is truly stepping down, which is all the rumors and everything, then that he goes. Oh yeah, I think it's official. See, that's I wasn't sure. Like, did he officially retire or I don't know what you want to say. I mean, resign as their coach. Because I just saw rumors. I believe if I go back here, give me one moment. I'm pretty sure I saw something from like from the NFL that they were like, yeah, he's stepping down. But what do they know? That's what I'm saying. Like, was it official? Official though. Anyway. Okay, it says, this says leaves his first and only NFL coaching job. That's what 
this says, and that's yeah, from and you, you probably just putting up like thank you, Sean, and all this. Yeah, stuff. I think he's gone. Yeah, he had a goodbye press conference and everything. Okay, there it is. See, that, that's yeah. funny. I didn't like. I missed that totally. I all I kept seeing was, you know, people saying he told the team, and I'm like, okay, but it's weird. Some things trend so big that you can't miss them, and then other things, I'm like. How is this not bigger news? Like, yeah, <laughs> and, and maybe it was, but ne- never when I looked. There were, like, there were then, like the day after was when Big Ben officially announced his retirement. So then people were talking about that, and then now hirings are starting. Exactly. So, anyways, you know, hopefully Leftwich can get that job. The enemy can get another one. Is there any more uh, coaching news? Because you mentioned Big Ben, so I want to talk about him. If we're done with coaching. Yeah, from from all I've gathered, that's that's all I know. All that we talked about. All right. Well, on one other thing, Sean Payton is a Hall of Fame head coach, and I wonder how yeah. how long he'll be out, or if he's gonna, you know, just take a year or two off, and then. Oh man, that dog! <laughs> he needs to be quiet. Making a cameo. Oh yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts, our dog? I know. Sorry, everyone. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I I totally get why he's stepping down. I mean, you had a great you had a great run and you don't really want to. You don't want to look for a quarterback. You don't want to have to, you know, just worry about any of this stuff. You it's too stressful. Like, think of all the stress that they have gone through. Just everyone in, you know, that area. Right. Yeah. In, in the Sean Payton era. You know, you've had two national, uh, you know, natural disasters, and just you know, all the things that you went through there. Just what coaching does in general. You know, you got you won a Super Bowl. You, I don't want to say you choked, but I mean they kind of did a couple times. But they also got robbed a few times. Yeah, they <laughs> very much. I mean, there's it's been such a crazy roller coaster ride there. In terms, you know, the emotional roller coaster. Not, I mean, they had down years. They had years, you know, when they only went like seven and nine and stuff like that. So I guess it was a roller coaster for for that reason too. But then you had this year without Drew Brees. But then you had the injuries, and then you had the Michael Thomas situation. It's like, yeah, get out, man. <laughs> Who knows what's going on with him? Oh yeah, exactly. I don't want to hear about. You know, I don't. That's one. That's one player. That I don't care what he does or where he goes. You know what I mean? Like until mm-hmm. he gets out on the field and performs at a high level again, I just don't really want to hear. I don't want to hear his drama. Yeah. Or it, I don't want to hear it be any kind of drama. Just go somewhere, get to work. Let's see if you're still great. If you're not, all right. Well, whatever. <laughs> I don't care that much. I, it's not. I always liked him. I was never. I, I never. Just, but I was a huge fan. Yeah, I just wasn't like some huge fan. Like he wasn't someone who totally blew me away. But I totally respected him. Yeah. And then he kind of messed all that up. <laughs> like he got hurt, and then that created something. And yeah, it, it's just. It's been weird. With him and then everything else around that team. Yeah, so, you know, I don't blame Sean Payton for 
you know, retiring, good for him, do what you got to do, but we'll see how long it lasts. That's like really the question. Everybody assumes one or two years and then he's going to be in Dallas. I'm like, oh, we'll see. And, you know, we'll see if that works out. <laughs> but anyways, enough of that. Let's talk about Large Ben. Large Benjamin. Large Ben. <laughs> he, he leveled up from Big Ben to, to Large Ben. Ben Roethlisberger. Ginormous Benjamin. Yeah. Roethlisberger has officially retired from the NFL. Yeah. He and played his last yeah. snap. Another guy that I was not a big fan of. I do think that he's a rapist. But, you know, I know a lot of people are like, oh, he wasn't charged. He didn't do this. Okay, totally fine. Totally fair. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm that's just saying. One of those things. I was just pointing out that I'm not a fan, but when we're talking about on the football field and everything and his credentials, I mean, as a Hall of Famer, he's probably a first ballot Hall of Famer who broke, you know, all these records in Pittsburgh, you know, for quarterback records for the uh, storied franchise, won two Super Bowls, your top 10 in, you know, passing yards and touchdowns and something else, probably completions or something, you know, you're you've checked all the boxes to be a hall of famer and then like i said i mean he wasn't found guilty of anything so he's going he's gonna go in and and from the playing standpoint yeah he he deserves it couldn't stand yeah. him you know like i i didn't think he was necessary it's hard it, it's like i didn't think he was necessarily special but at the same time when because i i'm like okay he was so big and he choke people off and then he throw a pass and it wasn't pretty like that I guess that's what I think like because is it his fault he was big and he could play quarterback like no so there's nothing wrong with that but at the same time I hated watching him I just <laughs> I just couldn't stand it like I it's just a, it's the weirdest thing he had his ways yeah you know, it was very different and you know not a not what you expect not what you always uh, prefer to see but hey he got some things done yeah exactly so you know in Pittsburgh I mean he's a legend period but yeah. you know in Pittsburgh I'm I'm pretty confident they think he's the best quarterback in franchise history I mean Bradshaw might have won four and I know there's going to be those people that say, well, Bradshaw won four, so he's the greatest. But then there's going to be the people that are like, yeah, but, you know, you look at the statistics and it's like not even comparable, you know. Yeah. So it, I guess it just depends on. I don't know how Pittsburgh fans view that. There are, you know, fan bases that they're just about championships and they're like, no, it's, a, it's about winning. So, you know. It's Bradshaw. <laughs> yeah. But when you look at Big Ben's legacy, you know, there was a, that was a team that they had stayed pretty good in the 90s. I mean, I remember they went to Super Bowl. They went 95 against the Cowboys and they lost. But part of the reason was quarterback. They didn't have the best quarterback play for years. And then Big Ben came in again. They won two Super Bowls. So can... And went to another one, right? Didn't they lose to the Packers in the Super Bowl? Yep, they did. So went to three Super Bowls. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's what you want out of your quarterback. 
your quarterback's supposed to get to Super Bowls and win championships. And that's what he did. And so it doesn't matter any personal opinion. He's a legend. He's going to Hall of Fame. Yep. And, and good riddance. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to watch him anymore. He used to drive me crazy. <laughs> He's ready to not see him on the field. But what's going to happen in Pittsburgh, right? That's See, that's the thing when, when guys retire, right? When, uh, you know, when Eli basically got forced out, it was all like, oh, Daniel Jones, it's so exciting, right? Like, he would have these games where, you know, he would throw for a bunch of yards, and you're like, see, that's, people are like, that's what they needed, and da-da-da-da-da, you know, he'll he'll just gun it downfield, and I'm like, yeah, but he doesn't know what he's doing at all. Like, yes, he's young, and so he can, he'll throw the ball all over the place, but then he'll also throw a ton of picks and fumble a thousand times. And, he'll throw it a bunch of times to the other team. Exactly, and now you see it now, and I don't think there's anybody I mean, maybe there's still people in the Giants organization, but I don't think there's anybody that's like, you know, that doesn't think that they made a mistake. You know, and I'm not saying that they would have let Eli just finish out his last season, but I do they definitely made a mistake in drafting Daniel Jones. So would they have drafted another quarterback, whatever? So now but that's a, that's a tricky thing. You know, finding a quarterback can be hard. Like I said, it took the Steelers a long time to find Ben. Are they going to be able to find another one? You know, because we all know it's not Mason Rudolph. You know, he he's yeah. shown... We've Everybody's seen enough of him to know he's not the answer. He's probably not even going to be the quarterback next year. And that's just crazy because you would think... Are he... I could see him thinking, well, I've been, you know, sitting here waiting my turn. I got kind of a shot. I want another shot. But I don't think they want to give him another shot, honestly. Yeah. They're probably they're probably mad scrambling to see who they can, you know, draft, who are the top guys in the draft this year, you know, and who are who are the top free agent quarterbacks. I wonder. Who can they who, who could we uh, replace him with? Someone has well, to I'm looking. I'm yeah. looking right now. Haskins on the roster. You got Jameis is uh, unrestricted free agent. Oh, you got Cam, another another <laughs> big guy. You got oh, you got Bridgewater. You got Jacoby Brissett. Bridgewater just they're gonna take Bridgewater and then Bridgewater just gonna get shipped off after one year after doing Trubisky. something. You got Trubisky. Oh, Josh Rosen. There you go. The, the Trubisky, though, the, the first ever MVP. That might be okay. Hang on, that might be that might be worth a shot. Nickelodeon MVP. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm. They're definitely. Well, I I would assume they're definitely going to sign one of those guys, and then draft somebody. But then you know, who I have no idea who's coming out right now. Like I I was actually I thinking about quarterbacks. There's... Yeah, and like, what are their their chances of getting them? Yeah, probably not. Probably not too good because I mean, they were Steelers were in the playoffs, so I I doubt they're gonna get either one of them. I mean, you got what Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh. Uh, I know uh, that I think that Heward guy, Matt Coral from yeah. Uh, Desmond Ritter. 
Malik Willis. Are these guys who are eligible? Oh, now? Malik Willis. Carson Strong. Yeah, I don't Chase Gabbers, I know that name, but that's only because, you know, I watched him play against the Huskies. Oh, is he the, oh, never mind. I think the one person I was thinking about isn't even coming out yet, so. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I, I don't know, really, so. But Malik, I like Malik Willis. That'd be. Yeah, but again, what are the odds that they're going to get him? Probably slim to none, so. Probably. Yeah, anyways. Yeah. I'm just more interested in you know how long it's going to take them to find a guy it's always yeah. a scary thing like around here you know i was just listening to sports radio a little bit ago and they were talking about russ and the cap hit you know especially like the cap hit that he's going to have next year but then what's going to happen when he signs his new contract and how much is he going to want is he going to want the percentage of the seahawks cap and all and then you know what it looks like when guys take a certain percentage of the cap and those teams winning the super bowl it doesn't happen when they're at a you know certain percentage like 15 or more percent or something like that yeah if they're if they're making that much of the cap the teams like for 25 years they haven't won a super bowl so then that brings that question then they started talking about um well dude should we re-sign russell wilson knowing that but at the same time it's like yeah but if you let him go and you don't have a good quarterback, then what is your chances of getting into the Super Bowl? It's like, it's like a big, what, big roll of the dice. Exactly. You do that, you know. Sometimes it's it's really hard because I was actually watching this you know, 100 greatest Seahawks plays of all time when I was working out today, and uh, it just made me think about because you know you're watching it and it's going from the different eras and it's going you know one one second you're watching a play from the you know late 70s then you're watching the 90s then you're watching the 80s then you're watching 2000s then you're watching 2012 and it's just going back and forth and you're seeing the quarterback who's throwing it or the receiver or the running back you know and then you're kind of remembering you know because sometimes you forget a little you know the mm-hmm. the gist you know yeah we were bad during this time but you forget like I remember the- those years yeah and so you're kind of like all right well do I want to at least watch an entertaining team or would I rather just be bad to get good and it's such a tough thing it was like the Sonics with Gary Payton towards the end like they were they were a playoff contender but they didn't have anybody else really good on that team but you loved your guys because we were Sonics fans right so you're like oh yeah. Ruben Patterson and, and even though Ruben Patterson was a solid player but it's not like he was all that great but you're like oh we love Ruben Patterson and you know Richard Lewis and, and you know just the certain guys on the team that you you liked but really they weren't all that great and so then they trade Peyton and then they you know they do whatever and it still takes them some time but it but they still didn't really go anywhere right but then what happened when the team got really bad then they got they got Durant and then they moved and then they got Westbrook and then that team became what it became but they had to basically get rid of everybody like yeah. they left they didn't want to resign him or you know and so you're like okay do you want to go through that but that's still not a guarantee. So it's really tough. You're like, man, maybe we should just... Literally, I was like, okay, so we had a two-year run 
when we went to two straight Super Bowls where we really as Seahawks fans had the greatest time that we've ever had because we are not used to that not for consecutive seasons and we want it again and we feel like we're back to where we were before and it's infuriating but yeah it's also just that's sports <laughs> you know it could take a long time you don't really know so yeah i'm just i'm fascinated by what's going to happen there in pittsburgh and and other places so but we should definitely get into the recap of the games it is about that time playoffs going strong the divisional round absolutely insane this weekend so much better than the weekend before right every every single game there was something to it it was unbelievable let's start with the saturday games first the cincinnati bengals defeat the titans 19 to 16 off a game-winning field goal after an interception by the defense because wow. was garbage okay is so just a funny thing so i was wrong on every game but i'm okay <laughs> with that because they were all great you know what i mean like or yeah. fun i don't they weren't all great games let's say but they were great finishes and this one just this one in particular made me go see i'm always talking about how you know i don't i gotta see things you gotta prove it you gotta prove it and i and a couple times this year i went against that and one of them was tennessee i'm like oh they just got too much i think they're gonna do it i try to go out on that limb and believe that Tannehill just had to do just enough. Just, just enough. You don't gotta be great. You gotta do just enough. And now nah, he's garbage. He's, I don't see how you bring him back as quarterback. And I mean, they probably will. I don't think they have any choice, but they're not winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, they're, they're locked into that contract, so. Exactly. You guys chose to give him all that money based on, you know, what? One, one season, right? Oh, yeah, it wasn't even a whole season, remember? He didn't yeah. get the job right away or, or get the job right away. So, you know, and yeah, that, I mean, that was just all. That interception just drove me crazy. I'm like, who who are you throwing to in all that in all that traffic? And you're not even throwing it to AJ or Julio. And I know Julio didn't have a great year, but I a lot of that has to do with Tannehill, I think. It could totally be Julio, too. He had a lot of injuries. I... I understand that. But after watching that game, I'm like, man, he hardly even looks Julio's way. Like, I don't care what the separation is, anything. Like, when you got a guy of that caliber, you give him chances like he does with A.J. Brown. He gives A.J. Brown chances because they have that chemistry. Yeah. And Julio never got it. And sometimes you just got to just trust it like you do with A.J. Brown. And for some reason he's throwing to whoever no offense to that guy but i don't know who he is i or i just forget who it was so i'm sure if some if you said his name i'd be like oh yeah i know who it is. but in the in the moment i'm like that's who you throw to and he's surrounded I, by I like five, he's surrounded by like five bangles so yeah. and then it's not a good pass because the guy the defender gets his hand in there pops up in the air and then it gets picked and i'm just like Eli Apple. Yeah, and then Eli Apple gets it, and then he trashes Saints and Giants, man, because he's a class act. Oh, there was – I already saw a video about it. There was a lot more to that than just the fans I saw. He was going off. Yeah, and look, I'm not totally – look, 
Seahawks fans were picking on Trey Flowers, and I'm like, leave him alone. Yeah, you know? I know. And I'm, I wasn't big on Trey Flowers. I was happy when they released him, but I also don't care what he does. If he succeeds in Cincinnati, which, by the way, it's not like he's their starting corner and is lighting up the world. He's just yeah. a part of the team. But hey, good for him. Be a part of yeah. the team. Do your part. And good luck. Because maybe the scheme wasn't right. Maybe the fit wasn't right. Maybe the team just didn't believe in him. Maybe his confidence was shot and nobody was doing a good job of getting his confidence back up. And he went to Cincinnati and they're doing a great job of getting his confidence back up. I don't know. Good for him. And I mean, it's kind of good for Eli Apple. But at the same time, like, why you just just you got the pick. You made the plate. Just talk about your team and what you're doing and don't trash your other teams. But yeah, anyways. But yeah, it's a great win by the Bengals. Great win. Burrow is like, what, he's like the first first number one overall pick either in something, either recent years or just in history, something like that, to clinch a, AFC, a conference championship appearance within his first two seasons. So that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't care that he's the first – number one pick to do it out that's i mean other quarterbacks have done it so why do i care if he's the first number one pick to do it you know what i mean like okay it's more impressive to me that other guys did it now i guess people will say yeah but number one picks they're on bad teams and da, 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 da. yeah but some other guys have been on bad teams too and they've done it you know what i mean so, he and he was just injured too it's very impressive just yeah. what they have done, period. And I'm definitely rooting for them. Yeah, definitely rooting for them this weekend. But we won't say who we're picking yet. No, yeah, we gotta we gotta talk about the other games. Next up, over on the NFC side of things, a huge upset. The four defeat and eliminate Aaron Rodgers and the Packers 13 to 10. Wow. This is crazy. It's crazy to love that that happened when it was the 49ers. You know what I mean? I it's like, I division rivals, I hate the Niners, but Aaron Rodgers is really getting on my nerves. So I'm kind of like, I'm kind of glad the Niners won. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I. it's really, it's very hard to say these things. But, you know, you can't help but root for underdogs, even if it's a team you hate a lot of times, unless... Unless you actually like the other team, or I shouldn't even say like the other team, as long as you don't dislike the other team. And I don't, it's hard. It's like, I don't dislike the Packers, but I do. Like, I have no problem with the Packers franchise or anything like that or their history. But like you said, it's just, I don't like Aaron Rodgers. And we, and Seahawks, you know, have had kind of a rivalry with them for the last decade. So yeah, yeah I don't really like them, but if Aaron Rodgers just didn't rub me the wrong way, then I would have I would have been rooting for them, and I would I would literally just be mad at Aaron Rodgers for choking and not beating the 49ers. But now I'm just laughing that he choked and he couldn't beat the 49ers. <laughs> I'm like, man, you have so many home playoff losses and big game losses where. We, you can try to blame everyone else. Like, I still go back to, you know, the 20... That's what people were doing for so long with them. Well, the 20, what, you know, 15 NFC Championship game. Uh, or was it, is it technically the 2014, you know, whatever. Whatever uh, it is. You know, against the Seahawks. Like, everybody blames Mike McCarthy for that. And I'm like, 
look, you have that lead and you have Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers needs to make a play and get the first down and keep the clock running and keep everything going. You know, you can't sit there and just totally, you know, blame everything on the coaching. I didn't, you know, we talked about, you know, Daryl Bevel how many times, how I can't stand Daryl Bevel and stuff, but they yeah. won despite him. They got a Super Bowl and they went to another one despite him. Now they lost maybe because of him, but Russell Wilson still threw the pass. He didn't audible out of that play. He still ran the play, right? You know, so yep. he deserves criticism too. You know, so, but Aaron Rodgers, he can't even get to another Super Bowl. How? He's only been to one, right? The one you won? Yeah, I think that's it. That's all I remember, at least. Maybe I'm missing yeah, something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's only been to one Super Bowl. I'm trying to think. Did he lose the Super Bowl? I don't think so. So it's, it's only been to one, and you can look at, I mean, losing to, you know, Eli in the playoffs and, and the Giants. And look, I was rooting for the Giants, so it was great, and I loved it. But, you know, I mean, there's just too many of those on his resume, unfortunately, for him or, or fortunate for us. But this one just was even sweeter, right? With just the annoyance of this yeah. season. And then even after the game, he's like, people are rooting against us because I'm not vaccinated. No, that's not why. Like, it's not about being vaccinated. It's about not doing the protocol that you're supposed to do and being just an arrogant, pompous douche about it all. You know, that's... And just being that way over the years. Yeah, just overall, right? But that's the reason. Like, if he... Look, I don't like Kirk Cousins, but you know, he's not vaccinated either, right? But he takes all the precautions. Same with Carson Wentz. According to everybody else, they take all the precautions that they're supposed to take proposed by the NFL up to that point. Now, apparently now, they don't even do anything. Like, they don't even care. Like, basically, this is what I heard for the playoffs. They're telling people to self-report. Like, and which, look, I mean, yeah, whatever but and so people will say see the nfl doesn't even care but that's okay that's fine that's a whole another story and argument at the time that he did you know he tested positive and everything there were certain things in place that they were supposed to be doing and he was not doing that and he didn't no. care so those are the reasons why and it's not again like you said it's not the only reason he's been an arrogant you know dude for for years and it just comes across as a absolute jerk and so yes i root against aaron Rodgers, but he is great <laughs> you know i he does things and i'm like oh, i was ready <laughs> yeah right and when he has the ball in his hands i do think oh yeah he can take him down and score but you know what i also think oh he could easily choke this it's like it's like brett Favre all over again yeah You're like even though he doesn't throw the picks in the number, you know, his pick numbers are way fewer than Favre's, but he still chokes like Favre. It's the craziest thing. Yeah, that's just absolutely insane. You have what he, the they had the very first drive where they got their seven points from a touchdown. Yep. And then all the only other type of scoring, you know, he led them to was a field goal. And that was the last time they scored the entire game. And then finally it came back to bite him because he couldn't do anything with the offense and the special teams absolutely folds and gives up a ton of points. 
and see, and that's the other thing. Yeah, and people are going to talk about you know how, I mean, the special teams was huge, but I hear people saying, well, this is what you know they they lost because they have the worst special teams or whatever, and I'm like, they only put up what ten points? Yep. I mean, they only put up ten points. Like, don't put this all on the special teams. Like, you can't get more than ten points at home with Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback, and you have Devonta Adams, and you have uh, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. You know, both healthy, and you were, and you got um, uh, was it Zadarius Smith back, who had been gone all season, and you oh, got Jair. him back. What was that? Jair Alexander was back too. Yeah, and you get these guys back, and they and they did things. They weren't just back and did nothing. They they actually did things, and you still couldn't, you know, do more than than what you did. I mean, and give kudos to the 49ers and you know, to I mean, not, I, I'm not going to give Jimmy Garoppolo any credit. He he tried to ruin, <laughs> not ruin it, but he they literally had to be like, okay, we can't throw anymore. Like they yeah. They had to do this with them both times in the playoffs, which brings me to what I what I was talking to you before we got on about. Did, did you see uh, what Mina Kime said about him and that whole thing that blew oh, up? Yes. Yep. Okay. So first of all, so if you didn't know, Mina Kime said that Jimmy Garoppolo is like that kid in school that you know got an A in a science project even though he did zero work, and then Jeff Garcia went off on her. And basically was just, you know, saying she never played the position and he's tired of people who do that. And he, he was basically attacking her, but he was also attacking anyone who really hadn't played quarterback before yeah. in the NFL. And, and you shouldn't have this position, da 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 on a national level. And look, I've defended Jimmy G to a point. I don't think he's great. I just think people are a little too hard on him. I think he could, he's going to be a starting quarterback even when he leaves 49ers. But he's going to be one of those guys. He's going to be like a... Like a Fitzpatrick, not beloved like Fitzpatrick, but he's going to bounce around and he's going to get chances and then people are going to replace him with somebody else and he's going to go somewhere else and he's going to start. And he, you know, he's one of those guys. So he's not awful. He's just not a franchise quarterback, Yeah, which is fine. But so, so she wasn't right in what she said because he has led game winning drives this season. So he's done some of the work, you know. And when Trey Lance was in there, they were not doing good at all. Like, not looking good at all. Not that they always look good with Jimmy G. But right. But he definitely does some of the work. So she wasn't right, you know. But I also don't think she was... She wasn't 100% serious. You know what I mean? It was yeah. kind of basically a joke. Yeah. But Jeff Garcia is a moron. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I like, agree. You didn't, you didn't stand up to T.O., all these years ago when he called you out, but you're gonna you're gonna jump on Mina Kimes because she said something about Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, sit down. <laughs> like nobody wants to hear you. And then he just got ripped by everybody. Like <laughs> there people are showing highlights. I mean, basically he's Garoppolo, except he had probably maybe better stats. I don't I remember him having a few good seasons, you know, there statistically. You know, it doesn't mean he really did good, but he has some statistically good seasons. And uh, I never hated him or anything like that. I mean, again, he's kind of like Garoppolo, where I was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, he's he can play quarterback or like John Kitna was, you know, for many years. Like 
he can play the position. He's solid, but he's not great. Yeah. Yes. Does everything have to fall right for San Francisco to win the whole thing? Yeah. But if he's the quarterback when they do it, he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Like, okay, so he's Trent Dilfer. And, <laughs> you know, you think he cares? <laughs> he, he's going to walk away knowing that he he might end up walking away knowing that he got, you know, a team to two Super Bowls as the quarterback. He was exactly. a part of the team as the quarterback, so. Exactly. It makes you think about, you know, all the, you know, we joke around and uh, I criticize people and everything, but look, they're NFL players and they work hard. And, to get there. For, so. and if they have long careers and they do, you know, even a fraction of what people thought they would do, who care? Like Matt Ryan, like I get, you know, I hate Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. He's garbage. Matt Ryan is going to pass for, does he already have 50,000 yards? He has all these things. You think Matt Ryan cares what I say? He, he right. was a first overall pick. He threw. He's gonna throw for probably like sixty thousand yards. He won an MVP. He went to a Super Bowl. He don't care. <laughs> yep. And and he shouldn't care. And Tony Romo don't care that a lot of people think he's garbage. He was undrafted. He threw for over thirty thousand yards. He's beloved in Dallas. He's making seventeen something million dollars, talking like an idiot on TV. <laughs> yeah. He don't care. And these other guys who maybe they only average like 500 yards a season like as a receiver or a running back but they play for like 11 seasons do you think they care what you think like they might care in a in a sense that like man give me my respect i respect like honestly i respect all the guys who last in the nfl you got to be good but that doesn't mean you can't criticize them and give them crap and you can criticize jimmy g and you can criticize jeff garcia and you can criticize anybody that you want to criticize really <laughs> yeah you know? but at the end of the day you still have to give them their props just like you know talked about ben roethlisberger he's a hall of famer he's a hall of famer jimmy g like you said if he leads his team to a super bowl just give him his just give him his slight respect even if you don't like him just be like hey he led two teams to super bowl you know like good, it is for, what it is. good for the 49ers what a win now moving on to what took place on Sunday. The LA Rams in a nail biter barely edge out the Buccaneers 30 to 27, and Tom Brady and the defending champs are out. The Rams try to choke it away. And, they did. and every you know what was making me mad though when I was watching it? The defense is what got the Bucks back in that game. They were making plays, and then you kept every time they would make a play, they're like is Brady going to do it again? And I'm like, give the defense their credit. Yeah, they're, like, the ones, they're the ones giving him the opportunity to do it. Now, yes, he still has to throw the pass and he has to throw a you know a deep ball to Mike Evans and he has to do all these things, but he doesn't even get that opportunity if, if they're not forcing all these fumbles. And Stafford, surprisingly, had nothing to do with the Rams collapse. Yeah. He's doing his job out there and Cup's fumbling and Akers is fumbling. And then when the Bucks tied it up, he got him downfield a field goal for a field goal to win the game. So the coordinator for the Bucks made the absolute worst call he could have made on that oh, play. Goodness. Yeah, he totally did. Totally did. It was like watching the end of the other game that we're gonna talk about. Yeah. <laughs> but we're, we're tied up. We're going to send everybody and leave Cooper Cup one-on-one with our safety. Yeah, ridiculous. That's going to work. 
absolutely ridiculous. And, you know, when you do things like that, you deserve to lose. And, you know, I don't like the Rams. I don't like Stafford. One one half of my Super Bowl prediction is out of here. All mine are gone. So it's kind of cool because now you can just... You know, before I was going with Tennessee because I picked them early. You know what I mean? Now I can just yeah. be like, nope. Now what I want, what I think's going to happen, you know? So, yeah. I, I kind of like that feeling. And now that brings us to the final game of Divisional Round Weekend. And in overtime. It was well, not the greatest game ever. But it was, it was a wild one. Yeah. The Kansas City Chiefs to beat the Buffalo Bills 42 to 36. Buffalo had a chance to win it in regulation. They scored with 13 seconds left to go up three. And in that 13 seconds, they allowed the Chiefs to get downfield in field goal range to tie it. And of course, they would go on to win in overtime. Because they played the worst kind of defense you could play in that situation. They have 13 seconds and they, they have to get rid of the ball fast. And you play super soft prevent, like ridiculously soft prevent when he's got to get rid of the ball quickly and not even like, I don't even want to say, well, no, I mean, it was super soft. It was so soft that they just did two plays, something yards off those two plays and they were able to kick a field goal. And then they want to complain or people want to complain because the Chiefs got the ball first and they scored. No, you don't deserve a chance. If you can't stop a team with 13 seconds from getting points, you do not deserve a chance. No, you don't. Get this through your heads, people. No, you don't. I, oh, Josh Allen didn't get a chance to touch the ball. He don't deserve one. Well, it wasn't his fault. Doesn't matter. It's team game. It's a team sport, right? It's a team sport. And if, if your coaches and your team can't just like, look, when we lost the Super Bowl on that play, it's, you know, d- does everybody else care necessarily how it happened or why? Let's say we had scored a touchdown and, you know, and it would have been one that tied the game. Like, just think of, remember that situation, how crazy yeah. it was, Curse making that catch. And then we scored and we tied the game. And then New England got the ball and they scored, you know, not, not, but they got the ball with, you know, 20 seconds. Cause they're, you know, we got to pretend that it, you know, it would be a little bit more time than, the 13 seconds yeah but even if it was 20 seconds if they had 20 seconds yeah not and or no maybe we took the lead and they 20 seconds and they score and they get the field goal and they send it into overtime you know what's actually the perfect example of that is the the championship game again going back to the 2015 championship game yeah we, we tied it up then green bay scored a or no, I mean, we took the lead. Sorry. We took a three-point lead. Then Green Bay came back down the field, Aaron Rodgers, and got the field goal. And it's like, how do you let that happen? After all that momentum, you let them come down and score. But then we got the ball and we scored. Packer fans want to be mad. Like, why? You guys choked away that lead. And yeah. that's a thing. That's how most people felt then. Almost everybody was like, who cares? You guys choked that away. And now suddenly we're in this realm where everybody has to touch the the ball numerous times I'm like no no you don't in in overtime that is like everybody deserves a chance no they don't no they don't sometimes you could possibly have that argument and i might agree but most of the time i'm going to totally disagree with you because i don't again it's a team sport so your defense has to stop them. 
And if they don't stop them, you lose. You had chances for 60 minutes. Yeah. Not only that, you had the lead after 59 minutes and 47 seconds. That's game over. 99.999. You know when they do that little thing where they're like, what's the percentage that you're, you know, going to win like when you score? Yeah. I wonder what it was. I didn't see it. It had to have been 99.999. <laughs> and they lost. So I don't want to hear it. Now, granted, it was a great game. And it was crazy final minutes. But you were wondering, like, what are the defenses doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's why, to me, you know, it's not going to go down as the greatest game ever. Like, no, it was a very exciting finish. It was so fun. I love the endings of every game this weekend. I hate the talk afterwards. People are going all crazy about the greatest game this or they should have got the ball and did it. No, they shouldn't have. Stop trying to ruin football. You, Because of you guys always whining about everything, they make these rule changes and they and they do this not just because of the whining, they do it because of injuries to quarterbacks and star players. And, and, and football just keeps getting worse. Leave it yeah. alone. Stop messing with the sport I love. You guys, you guys. Stop messing with the timeline. You're not, you're going to annoy me. I told you, don't do this, <laughs> but no great games. And, you know, congrats to all the teams that moved on and yeah. And now we got to talk about what's next for these teams this weekend, this Sunday conference championship day. Oh yeah. The AFC championship, Kansas city chiefs versus the Cincinnati Bengals. This is going to be very interesting. It's, I'm, yeah, it's crazy though, because I could totally see Cincinnati blowing them out. I mean, Kansas City blowing them out, but I, but actually, I could see Cincinnati blowing out. Like, but I could also see it being a great game, you know, a high sport. It could be like the Buffalo KC game, right? Yeah. But I could also see, there's just so many things you could see in this one. Like I could see the the defensive line of the Chiefs really bothering, you know, Burrow. I mean, the the Titans yeah. got nine sacks on them, you know. And so if no, they can't, I, we, totally, we totally forgot to mention that Burrow got sacked nine times. Exactly. So that's like the one thing I can't let go of. Like I I want the Bengals to win. I am I cheering for them, and and I want to pick the underdogs in both of these games. But that reason right there is why I'm picking the Chiefs. Is I'm like, if they gave up nine to the Titans and on the and on the Chiefs defensive line, they have Jaron Reed, Chris Jones, and Frank Clark. Just off the line, you know, I'm like, they could they could really give them a lot of trouble and disrupt that offense. And so I gotta go with the Chiefs and just, you know, their experience. I kind of feel like the inexperience yeah. in the Bengals is good for them like they're just like let's just keep going and they're really loose but i just that that just scares me too much and literally that's the only reason why i'm picking the chiefs it's the Bengals are a fun team to root for i i really want them to win like that would be awesome if they got all the way to the super bowl this season with these guys and this young team yep but i, I can't pick against the chiefs i can't i don't have like I don't have a real reason to like think the Bengals are going to beat the Chiefs in on this stage in this big of a game, you know, with their inexperience. Whereas to what the Chiefs have been doing the past two and three years, so 
Yeah, yeah. I'm, rolling. I'm rolling with the Chiefs. You know, like when the Bengals went to the Super Bowl, what was it, 88 against the Niners? You know, I remember that season. I remember, you know, being all into the icky shuffle and rooting for that <laughs> team. And, and I picked them to win that game. And if Joe Montana doesn't drive them down the field at the end, the Bengals, you know, they almost win the Super Bowl. So, I mean, this is kind of that again, in a way. You're just like, man, they are they going to get there? And again, I could totally see it because, you know, we've talked about my my not prediction of Mahomes, but my worry that he's just going to be Brett Favre and he's not going to get another one. And if they lose this game, <laughs> that could really come true. But you're already kind of suspicious of him headed that direction just with how the regular season went. Exactly. But then, like, you know, these games have gone the way they've gone and they're back in the Commerce Championship. So it's like, okay, maybe not, but this game will be a very big uh, determining factor in that. And they could easily lose it with nothing to do with Mahomes, like doing anything bad, but just their defense. Could yeah. like I said, like I'm picking them because I think the defensive line is gonna affect them. But if they don't, and Burrow's able to light them up, then I can oh, I can easily see the Bengals winning this game. They probably will win the game if the defensive line doesn't do anything. So, so sometimes games are just as simple as who's controlling, you know, the line of scrimmage, you know, and that might just be what it comes down to this game. That's football right there, you know. The line of scrimmage is so important. So yeah, I mean, I whoever's just, winning down there, they might just be headed to the Super Bowl. Yeah, like you said, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, we're both rooting for the Bengals, but we got to pick the Chiefs. I'm, Pre- I predict them. Yeah. But prove us wrong, please. Exactly. <laughs> and then the NFC Championship team, a battle between two division rivals. I know. It's like, we got to pick. <laughs> the Los Angeles Rams this game versus the San Francisco 49ers. It's, well, it's so crazy. Someone talked about it the other day how the NFC Championship is between the two NFC, two of the three NFC West teams in the playoffs, but it's not the one seed. The one seed's already been eliminated in that division. Yeah, it's crazy. And you know what else is crazy? I heard that like. They're saying that 49ers fans are going to be like half the crowd. Yeah, I saw that too. That's crazy. You know. Go for them. Okay. This is this one is so hard because I don't like either team. And yeah. I don't believe in Stafford, right? But that being said, they're a way better team on paper than the 49ers. And at quarterback, even though I don't like Stafford and I've defended Jimmy G, he's better than Jimmy G by a long shot. So, yeah. I'm gonna pick the Rams, but and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm I want the Niners to win. I don't uh, do I. Uh, I, that's hard to say. Like I think my stomach just started hurt because I said that. <laughs> oh, I'm getting nauseous. But yeah, like I want the Niners to win. My dislike for Stafford, <laughs> it's not greater than my dislike for the Niners. It's just that they're the underdog, and they're such an underdog that. And I just don't want the Rams. I don't want the Rams to go. It's not just because of Stafford. It's not, it's so weird. Like I do hate the 49ers more, but yet I want them to win. Oh, like I can't, I can't put it in the words. But I look, the Rams are better on paper. And 
you see what they can do sometimes when they're clicking and you're just like, don't you got to pick them? Like, I got to go with the Rams, but I'm rooting for the Niners. Well, I mean, not really rooting for anybody, but you know what I mean. You're, you're watching a game, so you definitely have some sort of interest. Yeah, right. It's, I mean, seeing the Niners as of late, I mean, it's tough because, like, they anything can happen, and they've proven that more than anybody this playoffs. They took down the offense of the Cowboys. Oh, and, and Aaron Rodgers. And they're 6-0 and against Kyle Shanahan. Or, no, against the Rams the last six games. I'm sorry. They're 6-0 and against the Rams the last six times they played them. Beat them both times this year. Uh, so that's so another thing. The Rams, they are they are definitely more talented and better on paper. You know, just for the heck of it, I'm going to go 49ers. Oh. I, I'm going to say they're going to pull it off. And they're going to go to the Super Bowl and rematch with the Chiefs. And try to avenge their loss a couple seasons ago. Yeah, I mean, it could happen. Look, I can see any combination of these teams. It's hard. It's crazy, though, because, you know, usually when you have a team like, well, even the Bengals, too, when you have a Bengals team and a 49ers team, it's like it's an easy pick. Like, you're like, oh, the Rams should easily win and the Chiefs should easily win. But the Chiefs aren't perfect and the Rams aren't either. And even though you would think with all that talent that the Rams have, they should be far and away, they should be the best team in football. But they're yeah. not. Now, if they win the whole thing, people will see they're the best team in football. But as of this moment, they're still not even the best team in the playoffs. I still would put them, I'd still put them behind the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I mean, on paper, they're better, but even with the Chiefs' inconsistencies this year, I still feel the Rams are more inconsistent. They lost twice to the 49ers, right? Did you see that thing? The the 49ers were 0-2 against the Seahawks, but they were 2-0 against the Rams, and the Rams were 2-0 against the Seahawks. <laughs> it's like the weirdest thing. Weird, man. Division <laughs> games, though. You know, division games. You know teams. You know their tendencies. You know... So, I mean, I can... I totally see the upset happening... Like I said, like this conversation, picking this game is making my stomach hurt, which is bad because I'm about to go eat dinner. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but We're trying to keep our appetite over here. Ugh, this one's so it is just so hard. But yeah, I'm, that's awesome that you're going with the upset. It's not awesome that we both want the 49ers to win. I know. It's like we're really at this stage in the I season know. right now. Curse you, NFL. Curse you, Seahawks. Curse you. 49ers and Rams for making us have to do this. No, no, curse this podcast. You know, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> if we weren't doing this podcast, nobody, <laughs> we would to talk about it. nobody would know that we had to have this conversation. You know? But no, now, now, we, now we're going to put it out there for the world. Yeah, and now my stomach hurts. Dang, and now we got to go eat with messed up stomachs. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. There you have it. Wow. Football. What a weekend it was for the divisional round, and the conference championship is going to be very interesting to keep an eye on as we determine who's going to the Super Bowl, who's going to the big game. That's right. It's going to be a, a fun Sunday. It's going to be a fun Sunday. Before that, 
we got some stuff going on on Saturday because tomorrow is the Royal Rumble. So when we get back, we're going to jump into that during our pro wrestling talk. Next. All right. We are back and it is time to discuss some pro wrestling. Wrestling. A little bit of what went down. A, a quick nugget of what went down this week. I'll give my first uh, match of the week. The tradition will start here on feature episodes starting today. And then we'll get into the preview for tomorrow's Royal Rumble pay-per-view. So first up, I mean, really the only thing I really want to talk about from this week other than the Rumble and stuff. AEW Beach Break in the main event. Oh, by the way, stupid name. Huh? Just a stupid name for their show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was weird. Just wanted to point that out. (laughs) In January in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, just dumb. Doesn't make any sense. But, you know. (laughs) It just bothers me because there's no reason to do it. Like, yeah. Won't lie. So, anyway, I'm done. In the main event between Adam Cole and Orange Cassidy, we got the surprise debut of Danhausen. Yes. Yes. He showed up during the match in the most Danhausen way you could possibly imagine. Adam Cole was looking under the apron for a chair. He pulled out the chair, and on the other side, the other end of the chair, was Danhausen. Holding on to it. And he proceeded to curse Adam Cole and then walk away. And what happened? What happened to Adam Cole? He lost. Oh, but it was unsanctioned, so it doesn't really count. Yes, it does. It's not going to affect his record or anything, but he was cursed. So, which, by the way, look, I'm fine with it because, you know, it's wrestling, but it's still stupid (laughs) to be like, it's unsanctioned. It doesn't count when everybody saw it. Yeah. But also, I also just I don't mind that, like, even if it wasn't unsanctioned, I didn't mind that he lost anyways, but it is what it is. That's a if I if I go into that and just everything, I'm going to rant because of everything I've seen on Twitter and I'm going to lose my mind. But <laughs> well, I mean, I don't. It's not that I think he should lose to Orange Cassidy because I don't, but. I don't I also I mean. We'll see what happens. You know, I'm not I'm not going to lose my mind about it. Like to me, like you said, it's it was mainly about Danhausen to me, which I like him, but I can only take Danhausen in doses. Like mm-hmm. I can see why people don't like him. But I think he's funny, but I can't so I, I actually started to watch um he was on uh oral sessions with Renee. Yep. Yeah. I I was watching it. I only got about 10 minutes in and I had to stop because I just, you know, the way he talks and stuff, it it bothers me after a little while. Like, if he's just being funny, then I'm fine with it. But when he's just having long conversations, I can't. I I can't. He's in character for like an hour. Yeah, I can't. I can only take him in doses. So, but I like Ned. And this is, I've never actually even seen him wrestle. I've only just heard him talk and his Twitter and stuff like that. So, 
I have no idea if he can wrestle. I don't care. I know I like him, but I also know I only like him in doses, and I totally understand why there's people who don't like him and don't get it. But like Simon Miller said on his ups and downs, if he's over doing his own gimmick that, you know, that he came up with and he put the work in, then why does it matter if people are happy about it? <laughs> yeah. Why does it bother you so much? Hey, he, he did his thing and now he's in the second biggest company, you know, on national television, making yeah, all the human monies. So he's all elite. the human monies. Yeah, he's very elite, very evil now. So, and and he put out, you know, his his myth of the. I'm not gonna. In case we have anybody who listens to this show with their kids, but you know the no the swearing gun, at Dan Housen. The, the Gun Bros uh, theme song. We'll just call him that. Yes, Gun Gun Boys. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that was very entertaining. A very pleasant surprise. Good to see Dan Housen in AEW. He gets a big break. Yep, and hopefully, you know, they we get to see him wrestle. I know he's not, oh, I'm, I don't believe he's cleared yet to wrestle, but that's okay <laughs> because he can do plenty with his gimmick. Just yeah getting over and or annoying people and making enemies or whatever and setting you can literally do match. anything to be honest it could be the most random thing like from week to week like none of it has has to have anything to do with each other but like it could be with like totally different people every time just because that's yeah that's a character that's his thing yeah it's like you know he'll one week he'll like run into cm punk backstage or something and then the next week he'll, I don't know, he'll run into like, I don't know, some other, he'll run into like the Hardy family office or something. I don't know. I couldn't think of anybody else. But their whole roster, I could think of nothing. <laughs> like, they, don't have, they don't got nobody. <laughs> but yeah, and then outside of that, for the first uh, match of the week, you know, Dun-dun-dun. I. I listed out nominations, you know, from uh, pretty much each of the shows, you know, leading up to this episode from last rampage. uh, There was Trent versus Nick Jackson was a really good match. You also had on the same day over on SmackDown, uh, the Usos taking on Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens, which uh, now put the stipulation on the universal title match that the Usos are banned from ringside. So they will not be there. All right. Um, you had a false count interim match on NXT with the the third USO, as I like to call him. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you also had uh, on NXT the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic got underway, and MSK versus Kushida and his partner. Apparently, they had a really good match. You know, you also had Damian Priest versus Kevin Owens. Did you watch the MSK match? I saw highlights. Oh, okay. Right. I want to know what you watched, sucker. I- I'm getting there. I'm getting there. That's that's okay. my match of the week. I'm getting there. All right, all right. 
Yeah, Damian Priest versus Kevin Nolan with the U.S. title match, even though it ended in one of those stupid disqualifications. Yeah, and I heard that one was good. Like the match was good. I saw the like why he got disqualified, and I'm like, okay, well that's stupid. But yeah. the match I heard was really good. And the same thing for AJ Styles and Austin Theory on Monday Night Raw. Good for Theory getting some more exposure as of late. I do think it's crazy going back to the Priest and Kevin Owens thing. It's like, this is like, what, the second time they did that? Didn't they do it to like Charlotte or something like that? Where yeah. somebody and, and it's like, how hard is it to just say, we're going to disqualify them and they actually do something that's worthy of it? Like, all they got to do is like low blow or something. Just do something. Like, why do you have to make well, it just like, yeah. oh, they're beating them up and and not even like beating them up that much, like where you really do the five count and all that stuff. And then you don't. And but like really doing, you know, that's what makes it so ridiculous. It's like it'd be it. Nobody really likes the disqualification finishes that much, you know, but when you do it that way, it just makes people irate and it yeah. ruins. It ruins good matches. And it's like, you can at least make it make sense somehow. Exactly. And like make it part of a story or something. But no, you just make it. It's like, just do this and we'll call it a DQ for the heck of it. And that's what's annoying. Yeah, exactly. But nonetheless. Somebody pull out brass knuckles or something real quick. Yeah. Or like, just keep beating them up on the outside and they get counted out. I don't know. Exactly. That'd be better than the disqualification. Like, yeah. I'll be prepared to Especially win. Because, like, you know, whatever. The ring. Kind of like how they adjusted Priest's character a little bit, from what I've seen. Like, that would make sense for this kind of, you know, not, not totally new, but yeah, adjusted character he has. No, I agree. But anyways, on to my actual match of the week. For this week in wrestling, it goes to the TNT Championship ladder match between Cody Rhodes and Sammy Guevara. Just I knew you were yeah. gonna pick that. I, I although didn't. although I, I think the wrong person won, in my opinion. That's my only thing about that. Yeah, it's funny because it's like I know that certain things happen or whatever, but it's like why why take it why have Cody beat him in the first place? I mean, I, I you think know, this could yeah. have been something like, I think Sammy could have gotten the win back eventually. I think they did it a little too soon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, like, he just beat him, like maybe a month ago. Yeah. Like it was very recent. So yeah, that I agree. I think you know, it was kind of like, what was the point if he's just gonna lose it like that soon? You know, to well, him. I'll do my conspiracy theory type thing. This is probably them because, you know, Cody's a free agent. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's and on a handshake so, deal. So this is probably a way for them to say, you know, they took the belt off him. So now he can. Oh, he might appear in the Royal Rumble. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is a way to kind of make you. And this is what I think they're doing, because I don't believe that he's not signed. I believe he's under contract and they're just saying that he's not. And. uh so they're just trying to keep this storyline going. And so they're like, well, if he loses the title, then, you know, if he had the title, people say, well, there's no way he's not signed. Right. He has the title. But if he loses the title, it's like, well, it's because he's not under contract. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like they're telling a story in a different way. Right. But 
I don't like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like not everything totally works. And it's like, to me, you could have still been telling the story that he doesn't work there or does, does it, you know, doesn't have a contract there, but he's still the champ. Like, or at least he loses to somebody else. Cause just like you said, it's just too soon. Like, I mean, everybody gets, again, gets on WWE's case for 50, 50 booking. Isn't that 50, 50 booking. Right. That being said, does it really matter if the match? I mean, look, the match was great. Like you said, it's more just the outcome. The match is great and yeah. everybody's entertained. And, and that's what I'm going off of, right? Like, what was the match, you know? Yeah, and that's just it. I mean, it was your match of the of the week. So, And I heard nothing but great things about the match. I'm not going to watch it because I don't like Sammy. So, And that's yeah, not, yeah. not going to change. So unless – and though I like Cody, I mean, they're – they have there has to be something. It has to be on like a pay per view that I'm watching or whatever. Like I'm not going out of my way to watch Sammy. I'm just not. <laughs> but yeah, they pulled off some just really crazy stuff. There was the like a Cody gave him. Not only did he give him a superplex off near the top of the ladder, like he lifted him up up near the top of the ladder and like was stalling and holding him up for like ten seconds. You know, like like a delayed vertical suplex, you know, and just sitting there. And I'm just like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> like, so he's going to hold you up there. And then you guys are going falling. And then, of course, the the cutter by Sammy Guevara. Leaving. Yeah, I heard about that. That one was crazy. Nice. Yeah, I mean, hey, he's super talented. I just don't like the dude. So <laughs> Yeah, I don't like him either. But I agree with that. I'm sure it was amazing. Like I said, I've heard nothing but great things about it. A lot of times you're going to tell me these matches and I'm going to watch them. That's just one I'm not going to watch. If I hadn't hadn't already. Very true. But yeah, tune in next week. What the match of the week will be uh, by then. It's going to be tough with the pay-per-view this weekend. So with that, it is time to talk about the Royal Rumble. Do it. We'll go over the other matches real quick before the actual uh, rumbles. First up, you got the mixed tag match with Edge and Beth Phoenix versus the Miz and Maurice. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people aren't totally into this. I'm, I'm not saying that I am, but I'm not like I'm not against it for any yeah. reason at all. Like to me, I'm gonna watch it. I'm not like yeah. I'm not super excited, but I'm definitely not against it. I. I'm intrigued enough. There you go. Like, like it should be cool, you know? And if they're trying to, you know, tell a longer story, then the Miz and Maurice need to win. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, who I'm pull the trigger there. that's who I'm picking. It's probably not going to happen, but that's who I'm picking. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm assuming Edge and Beth are going over. But, oh yeah, and maybe a throw a curveball. So, and that's the thing. That's the right thing to do, especially again because this has to be a longer story, right? And they do that too much where they, where they just let the face win all the time. I'm like, this is the perfect time to have Miz and Maurice. You that you have to make them credible, so they have to win. If they lose, then it's like, well, then and then you continue. It's like, why are we continuing this? Yeah, but that. 
but WWE does that. So I'm not going to be surprised, but I'm just, I'm going to pick Ms. The Miz and Maurice. And then we go on getting into some, <clears throat> excuse me, some championship matches. First up, you got the Raw Women's Championship match with Becky Lynch defending against Dewdrop. Becky Lynch. Go, Becky. Although yeah. I, I am looking forward to this match. I'm I'm glad this is it's fresh. It's new. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. My thoughts exactly. Can't wait to see it. Becky's gonna win. Like, Becky's definitely winning. So I mean that's kind of a thing. It's like it's pretty obvious, but hey, I'm not gonna complain about it. Is that just put on a good match? Like sometimes yeah. it doesn't matter if it's obvious. Like they said, if, if like it's kind of obvious that Edge and Beth are gonna win, right? But <laughs> as long as it's good, the only reason I'll care is if they're continuing the story, you know. But in yeah. this case, you know, just put on it. I expect this to be a really solid match. So I haven't seen a ton of Dewdrop before she became Dewdrop. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. Like I'm not totally familiar with her, but I know that she has a reputation of being really good. So I'm excited to see. Should be good. I'm long pause. Can't, can't wait. Uh, yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. What do I say now? <laughs> now on to the the world championship matches. First up, the WWE title, Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. I mean, I don't know. Like this match, I should be. I've I wanted this match, but this should be a mania match. I just feel like this. Should be, but, the, but the Rumble's big, so it's funny. Both of the championship matches, right? Seth and Roman yeah. mania match. Like I'm looking at both of these matches, and I'm like, these are mania matches that you're putting on the Rumble because things kind of got messed up, or because you have whatever probably dumb plan you have <laughs> and so yeah, it, they're probably going to do the whole title unification thing that people are talking about yeah which would be dumb and it takes away some of the shine from what they should be in these matches but am i excited yes is brock gonna win yeah yes <laughs> i would love to see lashley win but uh, i was too if they, if, okay, so, you know, title unification, like, I don't know why they want to do that. But the only way that I would be okay with that is if Lashley and Seth win. And then it'd be like, that's not what anybody thought was going to happen. Yeah. So then, it's like, be like, okay. yeah. so then just because they totally swerved everybody, like, we're, you know, we're doing it, but we're doing it this way. I'd be like, okay, I'm good. Not, it's still dumb to unify them because especially since then, they're probably just going to, you know, it's going to be like when Becky won both and then then she's not going to, you know, whoever has them both is going to lose one of them. It's kind of like, well, then why did you do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Made more sense with the Becky thing, but yeah. Yeah. And then you do Roman and Brock for, for no titles. I'd be like, okay, whatever. But yeah. Anyways, Brock. Yeah, I'm going to say Brock. Brock as well. <laughs> Excuse me. My throat's going to bug me. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful, and I expect it to be a really good match. And as long as, really, with these two, as long as it's a really good physical match, then I don't really care. Yeah, 
I think that, that that's a big thing with this match, right? Like these big, big meaty men, as a Big E likes to say. <laughs> yep. Should should be fun. Just should have been at Mania. Yeah, I agree. Now that leads us into the Universal Championship match. Roman Reigns defending against Seth Rollins. This is going to be awesome. Sa- same feeling I have about the other one. I, I am excited about it. It just should have been at Mania. This should have been even bigger. And Roman's going to win, but I actually really want Seth to win. Like, and these are, they're two of my favorites. Yeah. And they've been for, you know, for a while. <laughs> you know, I mean, what, six years, seven years? I mean, what? they're, they're both awesome. When, when did the field get started? What was that? What, what, when the show debut again? That's what I'm trying to remember. I'm like, somewhere oh, around there. When was it? Because yeah, the when they debuted. Yeah, whenever it was, like they those two became a couple of my favorites almost, almost immediately. But yeah. Seth, I've always been a little bit more for Seth, even though Roman made it really close. You know when he went, when he turned, but then Seth doing his new stuff made me be like, nah, see, I love Seth. <laughs> He's yeah. awesome. That but yeah, so just deliver. The only thing that really matters in both of these matches, just deliver because we know the outcome is Brock and Roman, right? It seems to be. I think Roman is winning as well. I'm very I'm very surprised at like how much I've seen a lot of people predicting Seth, actually. I've seen a lot of like, I'm, I don't know. I didn't so, think very many okay. people would do that. Well, but. look, these matches are going to be before the Rumble. So let's say Seth does win, and then Roman comes out and he wins the Rumble. You know what I mean? Then he challenges yeah. Brock. So, so, I mean, those types of things could happen. I don't want it to I, be I that way. That I, yeah, I don't want that to happen. I won't, be, I won't be mad. Like, that wouldn't be something that would make me angry. Something that made me angry would be like when Brock was the champion and then he, you know what I mean? Things like that make me angry. I won't be mad. Like like how Charlotte's in the Rumble? Yeah, I would just prefer it to be, we'll get to the Rumble and talk about who who we predict to win or want to win. And then we'll have that conversation again. We'll start out out with the women's Royal Rumble match first. All right, so there's been predict. It's it's gotten a l- little bit harder the past few days, mainly because the Ronda Rousey rumors have been running rampant again. Yeah, I mean, and then just like, the fact that, that might be possible too. now. Yeah, with other surprises, you know, possible too, you know, but but those other surprises, you don't. She's the only one that if she if that's she's a surprise entrant, then you're like, oh, okay, she could win the whole thing. And yeah. you and you you're behind it. And I'm behind that because then of course she's going after Becky, and then that's what everybody wants to see. And yep. so I am a thousand percent behind that. But I'm not positive if that's gonna happen. So for me, I am going to pick. Rhea Ripley. 
Ah, Rhea. Yep. She was close last year. I know, you know, we kind of talked about this last week that she, she had kind of fallen off or whatever, but I mean, what better way to get back up, win the rumble, have yep. a great showing. I would say get her in there early, give her like, you know, a handful of eliminations. Boom. Yep. And I wouldn't be surprised if Bianca goes back to back. I wouldn't be surprised if like someone like Liv won with, you know, how hot she had been. But I yeah. kind of think the best thing to do with with Liv is just wait, let her get money in the bank. Yeah, you know, there you go. Down the road and then cash in. I think that's the way to go with Liv. So, but yeah, I think Rhea, if, if Ronda isn't in it. If we're going off of, you know, like I said, if we're taking out, like, just because of surprise factors, like, you don't know, and we're looking at the active competitors, I'm going to predict, I, I have a strong feeling Bianca's going to take it and go back to back. Yeah, and I wouldn't be against that because I'd love to see her, you know, I'd love to see her challenge, you know, Becky, or, you know what yeah. they could do? Well, I mean, it's tomorrow's, and they didn't announce it yet. But, I, you know, they do weird things sometimes. What if, like, tomorrow they just said, if Charlotte gets eliminated, then her title's on the line for the Rumble match? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, would when Roman be, defended it that one time? Right. Would you be surprised if they just suddenly announced that tomorrow? You know <laughs> what I mean? No, nobody would. I would not be surprised. But that would be the only reason that I'd be okay with Charlotte even being in the match. Like, at least it'd be like, well, okay, she was in the match and now she's going to lose it. But, I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. But it's just pointless to I'm I'm pretty sure she's getting thrown out by, like, Lita or something because they did the whole stuff with Lita on SmackDown. Exactly, exactly. And then that sets up a mania, their mania match, most likely. So, yeah, I'm... I'm definitely not against Bianca. She's definitely one of the favorites. So I'd be fine with Bianca. Because, again, we're assuming whoever wins is fighting Becky at Mania. Mm -hmm. So Rhea versus Becky, 1,000% down for. Bianca versus Becky at Mania, 1,000% down for. But Ronda versus Becky, we've been waiting for, what, three years? Yeah. For that match? Three years. One on one, and but not just that, it's everything leading up to it all the promos, all just all the hatred. I mean, what, what's all everything that's changed with them, you know, over the years? They both stepped away to have kids, and you know, yeah, but the stuff. Like, like Becky's gonna say stuff like that, ah, beat you to that too, you know what I mean? Yeah. She's gonna, <laughs> right. I mean, gonna be like, it's gonna be what you love about wrestling, you know what I mean. It's yeah. just, it's just, it's just gonna get be so exciting and such a great build if that's the case. So, yeah, it's ah, uh, can't wait to sit. The rumble's always fun until it ends and you realize it sucked. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. fun to talk about and to watch and to get excited about, and especially this year with the forbidden door stuff. And you're just like, who forbidden else? Door stuff. Obviously, you know, last year we there wasn't even any fans. You know, in the crowd, we're going to have the fans back. Yep. So, yeah. Oh. Which we'll get to in the men's rubble that we're indoor stuff after that we can't wait. But yeah, R- Ripley for you, Bianca for me, 
Boom. Prediction set. Boom. Put a stamp on it. Put a stamp on it. And now the men's Royal Rumble match, as you kind of got into with the, you know, the one pitch with Roman possibly winning it if he drops the belt. Yeah, or, I mean, even Brock, if he were to drop the belt. You know what I mean? I've heard that go around a couple of times. I think Simon talked about it in one of the What Culture videos I watched recently. Yeah, and, I mean, I don't want that to happen. I I would rather see, a you know, Big E or, you know, even Drew, you know. If if he shows up, because, I mean, I think they say he's hurt right now. But, I mean, they also said the same for Sasha, and I just saw that Sasha returned tonight which i think was oh, stupid really? to have a return tonight but i know. didn't know that i was just thinking because i was thinking i could see sasha winning the rumble but then i was like no she's out so i didn't need even... back oh okay my... you're literally less than 24 hours away from the rumble but well, hold on a second i gotta revisit because now i didn't realize that's yeah she should have just came back that, that's absolutely stupid her music should have hit she should have came out that would have been way better but yeah but they're doing it because they had surprises and she wasn't technically going to be one. So they're like, they don't want her surprise to outshine the other surprises. So from that, that's their weird way of thinking, right? Yes. But I mean, I kind of understand that in a way, like put yourself in those women's shoes. They're coming back to be the surprise entrant. And maybe they come out four spots after Sasha does. And people don't care that much. Yeah, they're still going crazy. Yeah, exactly. And because yeah. so I kind of get the it. Sasha is a big deal. So exactly, but I still think they should have waited. But yeah. I mean, I guess that tells me that she's not going to win it because if if they if she was going to win it, then she would have just been a surprise surprise entrant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I was going to say that her versus Becky at Mania would be awesome. So anyway. Back to the men's. Back to the men's. <laughs> but yeah, the I didn't men's. go through with her. So, and who, who could be coming? You know, who could be a surprise? Just surprise in general, but also forbidden door. You know, like I can't wait to see. That's who they could man, possibly. That's like get. the really exciting thing this time around. Like we're back with fans. You don't really know what could happen this year and you got this whole forbidden door stuff going on and it's like what is gonna happen yeah and i don't need certain things like i know i saw that like xbox is making his return and doing all this stuff trying to make a comeback i don't we i don't need to see him <laughs> okay this is, this is no offense to him at all but yeah but i'm I like think that he, okay. he's not, whatever he'll get a pop but i don't yeah, I want these. I want these this year, especially since you're, you know, you've you've opened the forbidden door. So, do not waste these entrants. Don't make sure they're all good and legit. And we know that the forbidden door guys aren't winning the match. That's not the point. Yeah, they're here, and then you give them a moment or two to shine, and then they're gone. And it was just really cool that it happened. And maybe something else comes out of it down the road. Who knows? But yeah, I don't really, I don't really know. Like, do you have any like legit, not legit guesses, but 
I know. I guess just who do you want to see? You know, be the forbidden door, one there, or two entrants. There, there, there's definitely a lot of wants. It's harder, you know, because you know you do also kind of got to think about you know, like it's WWE and does it have this shot type of shot? Da 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 da. But if we're just going with you know, wants. And so kind of take it in one that I think would be cool would be Moose. He's been on a tear over an impact. Cool, but I don't, the, the, I, the only reason that I don't kind of, even though I think that would be cool, I don't think he would do it because you're the champ <laughs> there. And I, I know you're going to say, Mickey unlike, James unlike he was like guaranteed to be able to do something. Yeah, but I don't think why would okay. So I know Mickey James is doing it, but she's different because she was in WWE. Yeah. But with him to be the champ, just to get eliminated, like I, I wouldn't do it. I'd be like, no, I'm not gonna yeah, go over to a place I've never been to get eliminated. Like, no, that's not happening. Yeah. So, so for that reason, I don't think it's gonna be moves, but I would still enjoy it. One thing. I'll just name one person, you know, that kind of might be a little out there, but Okada. That would yeah. be because a lot of people know who, who he is. And uh, there was a, a post the other day I saw. It's from like nothing crazy, but like the BT Sport WWE account. Yeah. You know, it's like they have their ties still. They're nothing too crazy. But anyway. They had a post of like, you know, just seven, like, you know, surprises that could come about. And one of them was Okada showing up in the Rumble. Yeah. And I was like, that's interesting that they did that. And that would be really cool. Yeah. No, that would be awesome. And then, of course, just, you know, personal bias. I I would love for Jay White to show up. I don't think he is because he's got a match. tomorrow for new japan strong so i don't think it's happening but i would love for it to happen yeah no that would yeah jay white nakata to me are those would be huge moose would be yeah. look i'm not against moose i just don't see why he would do it so i'm yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's uh-huh. not gonna so for me jay white and okada are probably top two the only I don't see an AEW guy really doing it. I know everybody's like they're I trying to get either. somebody or they're going. I, I the want only, to get so bad, but I just only, I just don't see it. The only person that I truly think would, I mean, I know somebody, I know he would do it, but the only person, and this is this is personal bias. I would love to see Christian do it because he didn't get the pop last year. Yeah, because of no fans. And mm-hmm. and I know he would do it because Christian will, he'll he'll go and do those things. Other people might not, but it's not that there's not a lot of people from AEW I would love to see be in it. I mean, wouldn't it be crazy if Moxley was in it? Moxley goes everywhere. Wouldn't that yeah. be crazy? You know, mm-hmm. they play that. You know, maybe they play no. I guess they will probably play the Ambrose music, but it's say John they probably Moxley. would, but Something well, I like mean, that. they did call him Moxley the I other know. week, exactly. So, so would, maybe it's possible, of course. You know, Jericho would be cool, but 
and there's a lot of uh, really good ones, but to me, like you said, like a Jay White and Okada. Yeah, are Okada, someone like that. And or you know, I mean, it can be or another AEW guy who's a who doesn't. That's the thing. No real WWE ties. Like a lot of people have WWE ties. They worked out or they did something. But you know, it, you know, uh, Kenny Omega shows up. You're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that, I mean, that would be insane. You know. Yeah. And so things like that you're, is what you're really hoping for. And yeah, I mean, as long as they as long as they hit on like one of those, and then their other surprises are are good surprises. Maybe they're not. To those, to the level of you know a Jay White or a, a Kenny or whatever, but as long as one of them really hits, then they're then they've won. <laughs> then it's golden. Exactly, it's going to be this a Rumble will moment. be remembered forever. But now, who's going to win it? To me, well, I guess it's hard because you don't. If if they're going to do a unification match, then if that's truly what they're doing, then. They gotta put themselves in a corner if they're going for the unification match. Exactly, because what? So Because it's like, okay, like what you do Roman and Brock one night and then Royal Rumble winner gets then the next night. But where does that put the women's Royal Rumble winner? Like they don't get a main event? Oh actually no, I actually like what you just said. Hold on a second. That would make me fine with whatever they're doing. That's what I assumed they would do. I didn't even think of that. No, I like that. No, I mean, I, it's not that I like it. I don't, I don't love it. I'd prefer that they didn't do the unification match. But I'm just saying that... Well, like if they were to do it? Yeah, if they were to do it, then the Royal Rumble winner gets a chance to face them on night two. Then I would be like, okay. Because I was just going to say, like, what's the Rumble winner getting if they're unifying these titles either way no matter what who 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 what where how when biggie mm, like, like i was pushing for drew because i do want to see drew versus roman at mania one day but it just since that doesn't look like what's gonna be happening and because he might be hurt which i didn't know i'm just gonna go with biggie because what better way to i mean for one he he's awesome and he had a great title yeah. run and it kind of got ruined in a stupid way but what better way to remedy that give him the rumble now he's got that on his belt too and then give him the title back at mania I mean, yeah or, or titles <laughs> you know so yeah because of the series of events i'm gonna go with biggie Oof. Man, it's really tough. To KO's a contender, though. K- I, yeah, part of me wants to say KO. Part of me, you know, I think Big E's a good prediction. <sighs> Drew is, obviously, if he's in it. He was yeah, my and initial. And he and Sasha coming back, you're like, who knows? Maybe Drew is coming back. Maybe exactly. he will be in it, too. <sighs> But, but I, think, I'm t- I mean, I'm sure I'm forgetting people, but I'm like, who else is really? I don't think they're going to let him win the Rumble, though. I don't think they're... Them, he's picking up singles wins again. 
I mean, I wouldn't be against it necessarily. I, well, I mean, in a way, only because guys like AJ don't necessarily need to win the Rumble at this stage. I hate when they do that. Yeah, I agree. Triple H winning in 2016 Lucky. and then winning the belt. I'm like, what is that? He doesn't need that. This needs to be no. You could you could argue like Drew doesn't need it, and you're not wrong. But you know, if it were to set up him versus Roman, like I would accept it. You know, Big E, it would be a big deal. So I get it. I do. I said it. <laughs> I said it, and I get it. Said it and get it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go KO. And I, I'd be fine with that too. That's another that he is someone also that would need it, right? And you know, part of it, something that might dictate it might be the Roman and Seth match. Because Seth and KO, I mean, they're they're basically a team, right? They're best friends right now. Maybe Seth gets the title and they run it back, you know, rematch from their WrestleMania uh in the performance center. Cause they never got to do it, you know in front of the crowd and stuff. Yeah. And you got, and you know, you get that KO turning on another friend storyline and all that going on. That'd be awesome. You know, I'd be totally on board for that. So I like that prediction. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go KO. All right. So we got different, different picks, but we also agree that the others, the other pick definitely could win it. Yes. But all we're hoping for is some great surprises, right? Yeah, I yeah, I'm I, I'm really excited. Just it's just the possibilities alone. I know, but that's really the thing. It's like, that's the thing that that could ruin the whole thing, though. Like all yep, the other matches before the all the other matches before the rumble matches could be amazing, right? And then you could have the women's rumble, and it and only Mickey James comes out, which is great. I don't mean to. Only make I'm just saying it because they announced it week a month before, and then there was nothing else. You know what I mean? Like it's not to yeah. degrade her. She's awesome, and it's an awesome thing. But there needs to be something else, like a Ronda coming back or something. As long as that happens, then you know, great. Hopefully, then, we but, get some. That, that then, match has potential for good returns from like injuries and stuff. Because you got Oscar's uh, been out for a while. And then uh, Bailey, obviously. I have seen one that I didn't expect to come up was Kyrie Sane. And I'm like, yeah, I've seen, oh. I've seen stuff with that, but like, I think that would be awesome. I don't know how many other people will make it, but, but for us, we'd be like, oh, that's great. But anyways, those are those are all awesome possibilities. And I hope they all come back. And then that would really make you go, oh, my goodness, who's going to win? Which is... That's supposed to be the point, right? You're not yeah. supposed to be able to just be like, oh, I know who's going to win. Oh, they're doing this person, this per this one's on a hot streak, or this, uh, they're setting up this match. Like, you want it to be like, oh, all these people just came back. Then imagine, like, all of those women in the ring. You know, you got Asuka, Bailey, you know, Rhonda comes back, Sasha's in there, you got Mickey James, you know, you got all, and yeah. they're all in the ring at the same time. And I you're mean, just like, what is going on? It'd be incredible. But, but that being said, then you get to the men's match and then they don't have anybody awesome. And, and because that and usually it's the main event. So I'm just going to assume that they're going to do the men's one as the main event. 
Yeah, I would figure. And then drop the ball. Then you're going to just be like, what? It was so good until then. And then it's going to leave a bad taste. So hopefully no bad taste. And or or if all that's going to happen in the women's, you just have that be the main event, you know. And if you got nothing for the men's, then you blew it away with the women's and you can and you just forget that the men's even happened, you know? Yeah. So it's all, just, just remember the woman's one. Yes. I mean, sometimes it's as simple as that, right? You know, you you get the one that you don't think is going to be as good out of the way. I mean, last year's women's rumble. Overall, I think was it? No, it wasn't the rumble. Was it? It was overall forgettable, other than the finish. I want to. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I'm. There was some. Because there was what? Uh, I know that was when Shotzi was in it when she was still in NXT. There was a Victoria came back. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, not the, not necessarily the returns and the debuts, but just the, the performance and the, not. I don't mean to put it on them, but you know, sometimes the matches are just even because, the surprises don't save what you actually see in the ring. They yeah, get because you know, battle royals are battle royals, and you have a lot of, you know, people in the corner and people yeah, laying down for a while and. And sometimes the choreography is just off. And, yeah. and and maybe it wasn't last year's, but I know it was a recent women's rumble where it was like, oh, that was kind of rough overall. So, you know, no matter what, I just want it all to be awesome. And I am really excited for it. So. I can't wait. It it should be, it has the potential to be one of, just one of the best ones ever. Yeah. And just, just a really fun night. So hopefully they deliver. One of the most exciting ones in memory, that's for sure. You know, yeah. In terms of hype, and you know, we're gonna be watching and and definitely uh, tweeting all about it. So yeah, sure. I'm gonna be on the edge of my seat the whole time. It's it's gonna be wild. Make sure you follow us on the Twitter at Jerumpurump at Jalen ESE. So yeah. And uh, you don't got anything MCU, no, do you? I didn't think of anything, so no. Nothing this week. I will as soon as we hang up. Or <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't talk to me and be like, I forgot. Re-record. Right. We got to do the whole thing again. Nah. We're good. <laughs> I'll make well, up. Thank you for tuning in this week. Hope you enjoy your football this weekend. Hope you're enjoying, you know, if you're watching the Royal Rumble, hope you enjoy that. Yeah, I mean, a, a great weekend, right? Royal Rumble. Yeah. And then AFC and NFC Championship games. And let's just hope that they all just deliver no matter who wins, that we're all just entertained. Are you not entertained? That's what we want to be saying afterwards. We're gonna, yeah. Right. And with that, we will see you next week. Peace out. Goodbye.